Welcome to Feel Better, Live More Bite Size, your weekly dose of positivity and optimism to get you ready for the weekend. Today's episode is brought to you by AG1 from Athletic Greens, one of the most nutrient-dense whole food supplements that I've come across. It contains vitamins, minerals, prebiotics, probiotics, digestive enzymes, and so much more, and I myself take it regularly. Go to athleticgreens.com forward slash live more to access a very special offer. They are giving my listeners five fantastic travel packs and one year supply of vitamin D free of charge with your first order. See all details at athleticgreens.com forward slash live more. Today's clip is from episode 104 of the podcast with pharmacist turned author, Dr. David Hamilton. David has a special interest in the mind-body connection, and in this clip, he shares some wonderful research which shows why kindness is so good for our happiness and our health. A lot of your work now is showing the beautiful science that actually exists around kindness. This is becoming clearer and clearer to me as every year passes since I qualify for medical school and I gain more experience and more experience to see more patients. This, for me, is the missing link in healthcare. People are far more aware of it, or of the way in which even the way you talk to someone, how that can make them feel. In fact, there was a study on, on doctor visits to over 700 patients with symptoms of the cold or flu and they were they participated in it was called a care study consultation and relational empathy and they secretly had to give the 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 doctor a score between zero and ten on the empathy that they showed during that visit and those who scored the doctor a perfect 10 out of 10 their immune response to the same condition was 50 percent higher than everyone else And and it just came down to empathy yeah, how I mean, it made them feel. And what you're seeing is how how you feel then is physically affecting your, the function of the immune system. And I think that's the key, isn't it? That it's it's not just in your head. It's changing things biologically, physiologically. That deep connection has tremendous physical effects. In, in fact, one of the, the side effects, I suppose, of feel that feeling connected or feeling good about it is affectionately known as the Mother Teresa effect. Uh, I think it was a study, I think it was at Yale or one of the other big American universities, they got a, over 100 people to watch a 50-minute video of Mother Teresa on the streets of Calcutta demonstrating care and compassion to uh, to homeless people. And at the end of the study, their levels of a little immune antibody in the saliva called SIGA went up by about 50% for no reason other than just watching the video. And it stayed elevated for an hour or two afterwards. And that's because for the hour or two afterwards, they were still talking about, didn't, remember that part when Mother Teresa, she sat down beside that old, really elderly gent and they didn't say a word. She just sat beside him. She took his hand and laid her head against his shoulder just so that he wouldn't feel alone at that time. And just that emotional bonding experience of watching them on that video 
spike to the immune system. It just lifted that little antibody level. So, so it's not just the person who received that, it's also if you're watching Absolutely. that. Absolutely, it's watching it as well because it comes down to how it makes you feel. If you can feel a sense of connection from being the person who, in this case, is delivering kindness or compassion, being on the receiving end or watching someone else, whether it's live or even on a video, it has more or less the same effect. Uh, and I guess, you know, that could be why... You know, if you watch a really good film that really moves you and connects you and you feel like crying or you feel like you're really Absolutely. connected with it. Yeah. I don't know, that's been studied, but I wouldn't... It has, be, actually. Has it? So it, there was a, a clip of, of Oprah Winfrey during the time of the Oprah show and she was really changing people's lives and it was something to do with a school teacher in a class and what people watching it were moved to tears and felt so uplifted and it produced high levels of what I call the kindness hormone, oxytocin. It's also called the bonding hormone, the cuddle chemical. But it produced high levels of that simply by feeling and moved and inspired by watching a, a, like a five-minute clip from, from what used to be the Oprah Winfrey yeah. show. Yeah, I mean, it's really incredible. The sort of things you're talking about, uh, human touch, connection, all these kind of, I guess, what we would call the softer yeah. components of health. You're saying alongside physical exercise, physical activity is the most important thing for your cardiovascular health. I don't think many people would be familiar yeah. with that as an idea. Yeah, just, just warmth and connection because they produce oxytocin. So you can you can create that sense through generosity and kindness, compassion, empathy, all of anything that generates that sense of warmth and connection, we, we know produces oxytocin. But what's interesting is all the research showing the physiological effects of, I call it the kindness hormone, really to distinguish between Stress hormones, because physiologically, in many ways, it, kindness is the opposite of stress in terms of how it makes you feel. I mean, if you ask anyone, what's the opposite of stress? Most people say, oh, it's peace or it's calm. But that's not technically the opposite of stress. That's the absence of stress. Physiologically speaking, if you look at the physical effects of stress and you look at the physical effects of the feeling that you get through kindness, which is warmth and connection, then they're physiologically opposite. Even psychologically, there's some studies showing that, you know, emotionally we get the opposite effects. Because many of this, the physical effects of stress are not because of a situation, but because of how you feel when you're in that situation. Because two people could be stuck in traffic and one person's feeling stressed and they're producing adrenaline and cortisol, the other person's feeling relaxed, they're not producing much at all. So it's not necessarily the traffic, it's how you feel. So if the feelings of stress generate stress hormones, but when you be kind and those feelings you get of warmth and connection, they generate oxytocin, I call this, I call it a kindness hormone, to make that distinction that it's a physical, it's a hormone that gets produced because of how you're feeling in that moment, which you initiate through empathy, compassion, touch, emotional warmth, any, any, any of these soft behaviours. And, and understanding this explains a, a large body of research that we knew the, the trend in the past, but we didn't know why it worked that way. For example, why people with better quality relationships have better cardiovascular systems, why things like hostility and aggression is correlated with higher levels of hardening of the arteries. We didn't know why that is, but now the evidence seems to suggest that, you know, aggression and hostility, for example, reduce levels of the kindness hormone oxytocin and therefore we, we take away a vital part of cardio protection because oxytocin is now, now called a cardio protective hormone meaning it protects the cardiovascular system one of the ways it does it is to, to reduce blood pressure so 
So I, I love explaining it in that sense that it's physically the opposite of stress because of how it makes you feel. Yeah. So you can feel that way through being the giver, being the receiver, or being the person who's watching a nice moment taking place. Yeah, David, my, my mind is blown. This is, um, yeah, this is so fascinating. You know, I, I, I often suggest to people that make kindness a practice. Practice thinking kind thoughts about people. You know, if you find yourself about to say something about someone, stop for a minute and even just make an attempt. You're not, not going to do it all the time, but some of the times make an attempt to think, I wonder if that person's struggling in their life right now. I know I'm talking about their behavior yesterday, but I wonder if they're struggling right now. You never know. I wonder if that that man or woman is a good parent. I wonder what their relationship was with their parents. And just change the dialogue and what that does, it introduces empathy and it introduces a different way of thinking and not always successful, but oftentimes it will make you feel a little bit more kind towards the person. I think if we develop little practices, then kindness becomes a habit so that it's the go-to, it's the first thought is the compassionate thought, the kind thought. And then the way in which you speak to people, the way in which you interact with people becomes gent more gentle and more warm because it becomes a habit. And that, I think, becomes your way. And I'm speaking from experience here because I I have completely changed as a person in the in, during the time that I've been really working on the mind-body connection, but particularly when I've been focused on kindness. I, mean, I wasn't meaning as a horrible person, but relative, I have made large gains, yeah. I guess, in the, I guess the quality of person that I, I've become. And I've become gentler, more compassionate, more kind. I cry a lot more. I don't know if that's related to it, but I'm much softer than I was maybe 10 years ago. And it, and it's a consequence of my awareness yeah. of what kindness and compassion is and, and what it does for us. I, I think that whole idea that, that the kindness is the opposite of stress is a, it's a really beautiful concept. Mm. Um, you've written about the five side effects of kindness, yeah. right? Which I think is a lovely, lovely idea. So what are the five side effects of kindness? So number one, kindness makes you happier. Number two, kindness is good for the heart. Number three, kindness slows aging. Number four, kindness improves relationships. And number five, kindness is contagious. There you go. Five side effects of kindness. I love that. And there's science behind all of that? Absolutely. Behind all of it. In fact, the happiness stuff has been well studied. Typically, what you do is you compare people intentionally doing acts of kindness versus people in a, a control group who are not doing, who are just behaving as normal. And you can track the happiness levels before and after. Uh, and, and you can do it in a number of different ways. But in almost all of those studies, you see net gains in happiness or People who do more kindness generally tend to be typically happier. So you, so what you see is kindness actually improves happiness. Another thing it does is it reduces stress at the same time. The, the, the slowing aging stuff is interesting because there's a number of processes of aging, a number of different ways that aging occurs. Uh, but one of them is something called oxidative stress or the production yeah. of free radicals. And one study I cited when scientists was look, were looking at the rate of, of oxidative stress in skin cells, and they found that if you introduce the kindness hormone 
to the skin cells put under stress, the levels of oxidative stress were substantially less. And there's similar research looking at how the kindness hormone, I like to call it the kindness I hormone. I love it. I love it. How it, it, it has quite a substantial body-wide effect on oxidative stress, which is one of the processes of, of aging. It's just one of a number. I mean, kindness reducing the aging process, that is profound. And I, I love the fact that you call it the kindness hormone, uh, oxytocin, which is also called the cuddle hormone or the cuddle chemical. The hug drug. The hug drug. <laughs> but, you know, it's in many ways, it's, it's all kind of pointing to the same conclusion, which is when we are around other people who support us and we support them, we feel good. Our body changes, our genetic expression changes. We reduce things like inflammation and oxidative stress and immune dysfunction. These things, which actually, those three things probably drive most chronic diseases mm. at their core. And we're saying that simply being around people we love, who are empathetic, who are kind, who are compassionate, it has profound impacts on all those things. <laughs> it's incredible. It you know, puts a huge smile on my face hearing things like this because it's... It's just a nice thing to hear, right? Yeah. It's it's great when the things that make us feel good as human beings also do good yes. for us, right? That's yeah. that's kind of win-win all round. Yeah. I've said this many times. It really all comes down to kind interactions. You know, what's the point in not being kind? Yeah. I mean, that sounds like a really silly thing to say, but... I try to see the world that way. I try. I don't always succeed. I think yeah. we're, we're only human. We're just trying to do the best we can. But I, I think if we make an effort to be a, a kind person, a decent person, it makes you feel better. It makes that person feel better. And it just strengthens social bonds. And then you find that communities just seem to work a little bit better. People tend to work a little bit better. Groups work a little bit better when we're making an effort to be kind. Hope you enjoyed that bite-sized clip. Do spread the love by sharing this episode with your friends and family. And if you want more, why not go back and listen to the original full conversation with my guest? If you enjoyed this episode, I think you will really enjoy my bite-sized Friday email. It's called the Friday Five. And each week I share things that I do not share on social media. It contains five short doses of positivity, articles or books that I'm reading, quotes that I'm thinking about, exciting research I've come across, and so much more. I really think you're going to love it. The goal is for it to be a small yet powerful dose of feel-good to get you ready for the weekend. You can sign up for it free of charge at drchatterjee.com forward slash Friday 5. I hope you have a wonderful weekend. Make sure you have pressed subscribe and I'll be back next week with my long form conversation on Wednesday and the latest episode of Bite Science next Friday. <laughs>